Hello, podcast. Uh, right before we get into today's episode, I did want to point out that I recorded this episode, like I said, on Tuesday. The news of the Zion drop came out, so if you want to f- skip ahead to, I think it's about 5 minutes and 30 seconds, I get into kind of the main points of the episode. Uh, but if you want to hear me rant about why I thought the Zion news was going to be incorrect, listen to the whole first couple minutes, uh, and I hope you enjoy my take on this. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. I am recording this episode with my new microphone. Uh, I, ha- I bought a a uh, a Shure MV88 microphone, so I'm pretty excited for this. Um, hopefully, the audio quality is better. I mean, it's a it's like a con- uh, Let's see, it's a condenser microphone for iPhone, so it plugs right into my phone. It's, like, super easy. It has, like, this nice carrying case. Uh, But let's get into the episode. So today, what I'm going to be talking about is uh, something that is – so I'm surprised, and I'll tell you why I'm surprised. So this is going to be episode 39, and the next episode, which is episode 40, is going to – I'm going to say that it's episode 39. I'm going to put a disclaimer at the beginning of that episode – uh, because I want to get this episode up uh, kind of in a ti- in a little bit of a timely manner, to be honest. Because so I'm recording this on Tuesday, um, and one thing that I have started to see yesterday and then today has been the news about Zion Williamson's return, and it basically stemmed from two sources. So there was like an NBA account that has like 150 thousand followers or something. They posted something early on Monday morning and then later on somebody another guy posted a tweet that said that he that uh from uh several sources are saying are saying that he's coming back and you know I just don't see you know several sources what does that mean that means nothing multiple sources that's what the other Instagram account said that means nothing I would say this is probably the biggest NBA news of the year and I don't think that they're just going to give the news to some random NBA account or they're going to give it to some If someone knows the news, there's no way that Adrian Wojnarowski or Sham from ESPN don't know that he's coming back. Like they're going to be they're going to be the ones that are breaking this news. So as once that happens, I'll I'll put my hand up. I'll say that I was wrong. Wrong here. But for now, I'm and this is going to be coming out on Thursday morning, so I would imagine by Thursday morning we'll know for sure if Zion will be coming back or if he won't be coming back. But to be honest, I'm not 100% sure. Um, like I said, I think this is the biggest news of the NBA season is going to be Zion making his return. And I just am not convinced that uh, that he is going to be making his return on Thursday. You know, he had that crazy dunk at MSG. If you saw some of his uh, practice videos of him at the Celtics game or some of the practice stuff before the game at the Garden, you know, he was playing. It looked like he was playing really well, pretty well. I'm excited for Zion to come back. I just don't know if he is or not. Uh, and so that's why if you are on my Instagram and you haven't seen me post anything about it, that's the reason because I'm just waiting. Uh, I'm waiting till I see, like, the actual report come out. It also just seems like, like I said, this is like the biggest news of the year. So it just feels like uh, 
it just feels like it's news that is going to be like the NBA hasn't reported about it. The Pelicans haven't reported about it. ESPN hasn't reported about it. Like you're seeing larger NBA accounts report on it, but like it's just news that ha- it is going to be reported. This isn't just like this isn't um, Victor Oladipo coming back, and and that's nothing against Victor Oladipo. I think his return is going to be huge. And if you're looking for his cards, are from 2013. Uh, 2013 prism i saw a blue prism and it looked like incredible it was such a sick card but like you know maybe i bet you Woj probably tweeted about they probably tweeted about victor oladipo and you just haven't seen any of these so i'm waiting for one of these people to report on it um if i had to guess i'd say he's probably coming back in the next month or so uh i mean just from the practice videos like i said if you heard the podcast i came out with around the new year i was saying that they should hold him out as long as they can because like there's no point in him the pelicans have sort of a responsibility to make sure that they're not putting him out there for him to get hurt again uh because they can't afford it like they can't afford for zion to to really like do this because they traded anthony davis sure they didn't get the first round pick from that but they traded anthony davis uh they're basically restarting they're trying to restart their franchise in a way and getting zion definitely i think was a way that they were going to be restarting that franchise to the point of the part that i'm a little bit surprised by so some of my predictions before the nba season were that i thought that people were going to be selling off their luca cards to buy zion um or they were going to be selling off their trey youngs to buy zion and maybe even you could probably put jaw into that mix but people were going to be shifting their money around into buying uh buying like zion and buying jaw and i don't think that has really happened like for example i mean granted if you bought if you bought lucas at the during the summer for like 65 bucks and you sold them for 250 you then could have you tech you could have bought and then like five or six probably like no like four you could have bought like four or five zions um so granted that could have happened like people could have been doing that but people are still buying lucas for around like 200 between 200 and 250 his the injury has changed the pricing of the cards a little bit but People are still buying the Lucas, and they're still buying the Zions, and they're still buying Trays, and they're still buying Jaws. So they're all buying them, and this could be a case where people are only buying basketball, and maybe that's where the money is coming from. Maybe people are not buying football. I would say that, you know, something that's interesting that I was looking at was um, Mike Trout cards have not really changed in price and you know you usually you usually see a 10 to 20 percent dip in some of these cards during the offseason I think Trout maybe is a special example uh, because you have seen a dip in like Acuna and Soto since the World Series but for the most part like Trout hasn't gone down and I really you know I think it's it's crazy how quickly this happens it's crazy how quickly the offseason happens and now we're we're two a month and a half away from pitchers and catchers reporting for spring training so if you are looking to buy you still have some time but it's kind of creeping up a little bit um and so maybe people are buying less baseball and that's maybe something that i need to i need to look into maybe some figure out some overall cards that have sold and maybe you can try and compare I don't know how I would look at overall cards sold throughout the years, but if I had to guess, people are probably buying less baseball this year, and they're probably buying more basketball, um, or they're buying more soccer. Like you know, if you saw 
uh, Slap Sox posted this, and Ivory posted it. There was a, a Mbappe Silver Raw that sold for $100, which is pretty crazy considering I bought I bought a PSA for $100. I bought a PSA 10 for $100 over the summer. Um, so that could be it, that people could be maybe buying some other sports. But I think for the most part, the thing, like I said, the thing that I'm most surprised by is that the money is still there. Like Zion's and Jaws and Lucas and Trey's. I think those are kind of going to be your four guys that are going to be comparable throughout the years of like the one and two, uh, one and two, at least in terms of like, um, in, not importance, but like most valuable players in the hobby, I guess. Um, and you're just, you know, the other thing that I think I saw, I saw, so I was watching, uh, JJ Reddick has a podcast. If you haven't heard it, it's pretty good. And on JJ Reddick's podcast, he interviewed Zion. And I think it was honestly one of the most honest, like, interviews I've heard in quite some time. You know, and he actually asked him this question, which I thought was very interesting, was he asked him the question, did you being known as the dunking player, like, did that affect you at all? And Zion was like, that's actually... And he said, yes, it's had. And he was just like, because I, I knew that I... I knew that I wasn't going to be able to score. And this, I think, was a quote. He said, I knew I wasn't going to be able to score 50 points a night dunking the ball. So, like, that obviously that um, affected – he was saying it affected more of his psyche rather than his play. But he also was – this is the interview that I think drew the speculation about Zion um, about Zion when he almost went back. Which I think, you know, I think that's probably one of the one of the good parts. If you are a Zion uh, buyer, is that is that you can look at his attitude towards almost going back to Duke and saying that it really wasn't about the money because that's obviously if you're an NBA player. Which you know, like I've said in the past, I I'm, I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist, but I'm almost a hundred percent positive that. Uh, college basketball players get paid you know if especially if you're zion and especially if you're zion like somehow you're going to be getting paid so if you go back sure you're not going to be making however much you're making now but like you're you're getting the bag somehow like that's just a fact um but then again at the same time you look at it and you say well how does someone with such a high profile get away with it well you know teams have been getting away with it for years so that's how like that's that's one probably one reason why duke got the top three because they were, because they were just able to get them. Because well, first of all, they're Duke, and then also, second of all, they're just like here's you know, here you go, here's a bag. Like come come play Duke. They didn't even win either, which is still pretty crazy. But he Zion was talking about um, how he almost went back to Duke, and I think that's very telling of Zion's character. First of all. And I think his future, second of all, I think his character speaks to that he just likes basketball. And yes, in the past, I've talked about how important the contracts he signed were. So the, the Jordan contract, the Gatorade contract, the Panini contract, uh, the Mountain Dew contract. I've seen some Mountain Dew ads with him, and there's no way he didn't sign some sort of exclusive there. But he, one thing that I was a little bit worried about was that he may think, he may get the money and be like, all right, I'm good. Like I, my family, my whole, the, my generation and everyone in my whole entire life is good i will no one in my no one in my life is ever going to have to worry about money i'm we're good but the fact that he said that he almost went back to duke and that he he said that it took him up until the deadline that he went to make the decision 
Um, that that that's another thing that like he doesn't. And maybe he. I don't know. He could be saying this. I don't know. You know. You, you kind of you got to take it at face value, and you got to say I believe him. Uh, and you got to say, well, I believe that he actually almost went back to Duke, and that he's not really playing basketball for money. Obviously, you can't. There are probably players in the league who are phenomenal at basketball, and they don't love it, and they actually are just in it for the money. But it sounds like from what he was saying, that's not the case. So if you're a Zion guy, like if you are a believer in Zion, um, you know that's I think one of a very telling aspect of his personality that I think will pay off in the long term. Um, and back to kind of the card stuff. So people are still buying these Zions and I bought two Zions that I plan on flipping. There should probably be one up on eBay right now, actually, that I think probably will be ending. I'm going to try and plan it because, you know, if he does come back and he puts up 20 points or whatever, whatever he ends up making in his debut, if he comes back, I mean, the cards are going to pretty much skyrocket, like basically like when they first came out. Um, so I have one that I want to sell. And right now they're already up from when I bought them. They were 40. I bought two for $40. And when I'm putting mine up, they're selling for around 60. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, this is, I'm recording this on Tuesday. If you're listening to this on Thursday, you know, there's probably a pretty decent chance that these are up in the 60 to $70 range or 70 to $80 range, excuse me, because they're already in the $60 range. Um, and I think what you'll see is that if, if, if he plays well, they're going to, I don't even know. I'm not even sure what to predict. I think this is, like I said, we are seeing an era in modern-day cards that we have not seen maybe ever. Like, maybe ever enough with the... It's the perfect storm of, like, the perfect prospect at the perfect time where sports cards are getting hot again. You know, could they sell for $120, like, a raw base card? I don't know. Like, in $120, it seems pretty high, but, like, you know... I think it's things are going to get crazy. If Zion comes back and he is the best rookie and he ends up going on to win rookie of the year, and then even maybe next year if he pulls like a Luka and is like the best player, one of the best players in the league, it's going to get absolutely wild. And that's, you know, obviously that's tough. That's a tough kind of prediction, I guess, because you say, well, what if he's not the best player in the league? What if he's a top five player? I would say the cards will still hold a lot of value if he's a top five player. Hopefully, I think they'll. Um, I think if you're buying them now, right now, and he's a top five player in the league in five years, they're going to go up in value. That's what I'll say. If you are buying them over the summer, they may be. They, I, I've been wrong about what's going to happen with these cards, so I want to say that they're going to go down, like the way that Lucas. Well, so Lucas kind of went from like fifty or sixty. $50 about to around $60, $70. And then once the season starts, it kind of skyrocketed from there. But over the summer, they kind of stayed around that price range. And the first, one of the first Zion PSA 10 sold for around 500, which that's insane. I mean, that's just absolutely bananas. Uh, and there's no way, like I would, I don't know what they'll end up at. I mean, right now it's just so crazy. I think with the hype and um, like, I'm also not sure how PSA is going to be treating the centering. Like I know I've, I've spoken about that on like Instagram live and stuff. And like the one that I'm selling, you know, I bought it for $40 and I'm hoping I can at least sell, I'm going to be able to 
easily at least sell it for 60 or 70 but like it's not centered and that's that's nothing i can really do about that um but you know like this is also goes kind of to let's see what podcast did i talk about grading um i don't know if i said this on the podcast if i said it on if i said it on the next episode or if i said it on because i know i i made a tiktok about this i just don't remember if i've said it on a podcast or not so i think that if you're buying cards like if you're buying raw cards of a star or a player that's been in the year for two or three years there's probably something wrong with the card like there's probably a reason why the there's probably a reason why the person who owned the card before didn't get it sent in for grading. Um, I mean, both of these cards here are actually like off-centered very much, I would say. They're both the centering is pretty bad. One of them's worse than the other. Um, but I from what I've also heard that PSA is going to be a little bit more lenient. We'll see. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure about that. I don't want to say I don't want to speculate on what PSA is going to do before they do it. Um, but that you know the the Zion Luca hype, it, it has it's what it's shown to me basically is that the growth in the hobby is there, and the growth in just ba- in basketball I think is obvious. Um, but the growth in cards in general is people. What I thought was going to happen that I. Th- don't know if it exactly happened a year before like i from the 2017 i don't know if there was really a guy like there was like a luca or trey i mean you got jalen brown you got um donovan mitchell um who else from that draft i'm not i off the top of my head i forget off the top of my head but there's nobody there was nobody really that was like in their second year is now the mvp basically so in the past two years, we've really seen two players in Zion and Luca, and I would also put Trey and Ja in that category as like transcend, tr- transcendental. No, it's not a word. They trans, they're transcending kind of what's going on in the league, and especially what's going on in cards. I would say especially, um, and you're seeing more money come into the market, which I think is a good thing, and you're seeing more people be interested. Like recently, actually, I've seen a few. I've seen more. Like I know Gary Vee had talked about this. You see, you'll see sneaker flippers and re- eBay resellers talking about um, sports cards, and like I have seen like some larger accounts that weren't sports card related kind of get into some sports cards. So like that's a thing that I that I've physically seen myself, and that's not just speculation. That's like I've seen people talking about cards from a different area, and you've seen other companies that are kind of making sports cards into like a thing, like a StockX, for example, over the summer. Um, and I think the one thing, like the Lucas and the Trays and the Zion cards, one thing that's really shown to me is that more people are getting interested and they're not moving the money around to get card, to get a Luca or get a Zion. They're buying more. And I mean, some people might say that's not good. Some people might say that new money coming into the market isn't as good as maybe it sounds. Uh, because it's more people that maybe are coming in uneducated and they're coming in and they're buying or they're selling and they don't really know what they're doing. But I say the more the merrier. You know, I I obviously run I run an account where if I I want as I want all the people I want to try and teach people to I want to try and teach new collectors how to collect basically. And and I know on Instagram I do I think I 
the concepts are a little bit more complex. And I know I've said this in the past and on TikTok, they are a little bit more simple, more simple, simpler, whatever. But I, from the beginning, I kind of had wanted, I've wanted to try and teach people how to collect cards in a way that is, that make just makes it simple, more easy, makes it easier for people. Like, I don't think if you want to get into something, it shouldn't be so confusing. And that's how I felt, honestly, when I first got into collecting, I felt like it was like, it felt like I couldn't like ask a question because it felt like everyone, how this isn't, it's not exactly true, but it, this is how I felt. And now I'm realizing it's not, that's, it's not exactly true. But when I got into sports cards, I felt that I couldn't really ask a question because I felt like people who knew about the car, knew about cards were almost like secretive, like they were trying to keep a secret from me. And that's not, that's what I've tried to specifically do. So if you send me like a DM or something and I send you this long thing back, it's just because I'm trying to get as much information into the message as I can. And I do try and make sure I respond to all the messages. And because that's, I want to try and show people how to collect these cards. And I think that's one thing that I've seen is that more people are coming in because people are buying Lucas and they're buying Zions and they're not moving the money around. They're not selling Lucas to buy Zions. Um, but Zions and Lucas are also selling at a crazy rate. And that's basically what I'm taking from these pricing from the prices that are being sold. Um, and that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, like I said, this episode's coming out Thursday morning. So if the Zion news broke, There'll probably be a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode to say uh, that'll probably take away like the first like four or five minutes of the episode where I said he wasn't coming back. Uh, but who knows? You know, I hope he comes back soon. I think that's going to be awesome for the league. I think it's going to bring a lot more people. It's going to bring a lot more people into the hobby. It's going to bring a lot more people into interest to watch the league. I mean, you have, I mean, especially now that college football is over, LSU won, go Tigers, Coach O. Joe Burrow. Um, now that college football is over, NFL is in the champion to the championship weeks. That's almost over. People are going to be just watching basketball. So, like, there's going to be it's going to there's going to be a nice opportunity for maybe people who want to make content to get people who are interested in the NFL into basketball, which is. I, now I forget. I should remember who this was. Maybe on an, on the next episode, I will try and remember this. Actually, let me just sorry. Let me look it up really quick on Instagram because somebody. It was uh, my baseball cards forty five. I believe. Let me just scroll back. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. My baseball cards forty five. So he told me that now that uh, he's been that that he's been listening to the podcast. And that they were trying to find a new podcast that was uh, a new podcast, basically, because now that fantasy football is over, like there really wasn't people aren't the fantasy football podcast people were looking for maybe something new. And that's why, like, I think I had already been doubling down on podcasts. And that's kind of another reason why now I'm making sure that I'm doubling down even more because I hadn't even thought of that. And that's kind of crazy. It's probably because I don't play fantasy football and I don't listen to fantasy football podcasts. So I don't realize that, but it's, I mean, I definitely have noticed a pretty big uptick in the listeners, but I don't know if it's from that specifically. It's probably just from coming out with podcasts more often, but still, um, the NBA is going to be in full force coming up after the Super Bowl 
more people, there's going to be content on content on content. You got more card releases. You got national treasures in April. You got, um, I know this isn't basketball, but you got top series one coming, coming out in February. Uh, but that's going to be it for this episode. Uh, thank you all for listening. Heroes for sale on Instagram. Heroes for sale. Heroes for sale on TikTok. Uh, hope you like the new microphone. Just bought it. Pretty nice. Super excited about that. Um, but that's going to be it. Uh, Adam Palmer on LinkedIn. Uh, if you want to check out the link in my bio, I got a bunch of stuff in there. That's where you can find all the stuff. Uh, I'm going to be trying to do this thing. So they're actually, I'll just, I'll surprise you guys. It's called, you'll see it's a check my link in my bio. If it's not the link tree, it's a new thing. And that's the thing that I'm trying to put together. So everybody, uh, I will see you in the next episode. Have a great one.